And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Hello, people, and welcome to Hyper Sloth Happy Hour, the first show of season three, episode 351, The Dawning of Age of a Quarantinus. I'm your host, Double D, Zigzag, the man. That over there is our man, Twunkerbell, the man with the plan, Rufus. Twunkerbell? Are you <laughs> calling me Twunkerbell? I just thought of that, by the way. You know what a twunk is, right? We went over this, didn't we? Yes, we did go over this, because we actually found out on the last show that you were a twunk. We um, did not know that. I'm a total twunk. Who was your, wait, who was your man that you were supposed to marry? Billy uh, Eichhorn, Billy Billy Eichner, Billy Eichner, okay. Billy on the street. Oh, is that who it is? Yes. That is the Billy on the street guy, the guy who just randomly walked around talking to people and making them mad. Yeah, the most annoying guy on TV. I did not know that. As your soulmate, folks, if Rufus was really a twunk, he would be married to Billy Eichner. Sorry to hear that, Rufus. Uh, you and me both. So, uh, folks, thanks for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. As usual, me and Rufus are here with you, trying to explain to you what's going on in the world while at the same time making fun of it and telling you about the ridiculousness of it all. Because you know what? It's all going to be over someday, and you're not going to remember it. And you're going to be eaten by worms. Your eyeballs are going to be eaten by worms. And no one's going to care. No one's going to listen to the story. No, nobody's going to not leave their house to not be eaten by worms because it's going to happen regardless. Exactly. You're going to be eaten by worms someday, unfortunately. Oh, well, not today for the first time. If you were awesome like us, you would have a show to have be your legacy, but you're not. So live vicariously through our awesomeness with our show, the Hypersoft Happy Hour here. Exactly. Tell us about going out. Rufus hasn't been out in how long, Rufus? How long has it been, actually? Uh, I've been a long time. Last time I went out, it was just like a drive just to get out of the house, but I didn't go to like a store. But today we went to Sam's. Really? Went to Sam's. 
and they, uh, you know, God bless them, they brought everything out. We ordered in advance, so they just wheeled the whole cart out with everything. And I sat in the truck to keep the truck monitored, and the wife got out, loaded everything up. And then uh, we left, and lo and behold, turns out the wife can't find her ID, so we think it's there, so I have to turn it all the way around and go back. Oh, man. How far a drive is this, Rufus? Uh, well, the the full drive's an hour. We realized we had to go back maybe 15 minutes later. Uh-huh. So we go back. By this time, I've got, really got to take a leak, and I'm like, oh, shit, i got to go inside with the uh, infected dregs of society. Really? Like, Wouldn't you just pee in the parking lot? I mean, it's probably safer for everyone. I've done that many times when I'm drunk and it's dark, but it's broad daylight. And you're drunk. Cameras. So. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's the trifecta. Darkness, right. drunkness, really got to pee. Okay. Only two of those criteria were met. So I had to go inside, and I got to say, you know, about half the people had their masks on. The other ones acted like it's just any other day. Were they carrying M15s or assault rifles? No assault rifles. To prove to you that, you know what, you don't need a mask, dude. All you need to keep the coronavirus away is a fucking gun. Come on, man. If they haven't figured that out yet, what the hell? The immune system can't stop it, but a goddamn bullet can. That's right, lead. That's why, you know what, I've got a bull, I've got a gun right here, Rufus, and on every bullet it says coronavirus. No. I'm getting sick. Fuck no, man, not with a gun by your side. And then the very last one says double Z. Because Just if case, coronavirus gets me right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do the deed. In case the other 99% of your ammo clip just didn't do the job. Exactly, in case I missed. Because you know what, these little guys, they're, they're kind of tricky. They're very tiny. Ask uh, Trump. He says they're brilliant. So to speak. But, yeah, but apparently if you inject yourself with Lysol and Clorox bleach, you're going to be in good shape. Not to mention it's a hell of a buzz, dude. I did it last night. I haven't slept yet. Let's just be honest. Your body's happy. Well, I see. I injected it, then I smoked it. So I'm fucking, I'm, I, I was like, get in your lungs, dude. Get in the lungs. That's what I was thinking. So I just smoked Lysol. And I feel great. Listen to that deep breath, dude. And when, you know, the most awesome part is when I breathe out, whew, lavender. Lavender. I bought the Lysol lavender deal, dude, and it's just fucking tasty. Wow. See, I just loaded our humidifier up with bleach. <laughs> good idea. You know yeah. what's a good idea to do with that, too, though, dude? Mix a little ammonia in there to make sure that you get the bleach and the ammonia. Oh, we'll Very do. safe. Very safe and effective for killing all diseases. You won't <laughs> even know that you were sick. We should make fancy bleach and ammonia candles and sell them at craft <laughs> oh, shows. Good. We could sell them to people like uh, that are going to do mass suicides. Jim Jones. Sure. We'll call it the Jim Jones candle. Duh, fuck that. You call it the Jim Baker candle, and you can sell it as a cure. Oh That's right. You could. And you know what we'll put in it? One drop of colloidal silver, dude. Because <laughs> everybody knows that colloidal silver kills everything, right? All germs. Rufus, I had a little... Uh, problem before the show. I'm a little most embarrassed to tell you what happened. Uh, is this a physical element? It's kind of physical, kind of mental. It's all kind of wrapped together in one. See this Bo- practice thing right here, folks? You're going to have to tune in to see this. Above or below the belt? It's above the belt. Thank see that? You. Do you see what that is? That's one of those finger picks. But what did what happened to it? Do you see what happened to it? No, it's all blurry. It's really blurry? Yeah. Well, it's blue. It's blue. And, and what other color? Do you see it's got another color on there? It's got white. That's right. You know why? Why? This, oh. is, 
double Z special pick, dude. What does that mean? This means that the double Z takes a Herco pick, right? Which only okay. comes, these are the thumb picks. Sure. They only come in one stiffness, right? Which is too what? stiff for the double Z, yes. Why? Uh, I anyway. don't know. I don't know why because I've made it better now. I've now and then when they listen to this show, or someone's going to probably come out with this idea now. But what the double Z does, because I like a softer pick, I cut the end off of the Herco pick, yeah. and then I super glued a Jim Dunlap 10 millimeter to it, right? Which is my pick of choice. Ooh, the 10 millimeter. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. My eyes aren't good enough. Let's see. What does it say, Rufus? I don't know. Maybe 25. I don't know. Maybe 20 millimeter. I don't know, Rufus. I don't know. Quit already. So anyways, in doing so, mm-hmm. the last time I did it, I used some super glue, right? Sure. Yeah. So I went to get the same thing of super glue, and I couldn't get the top off. The super glue top was super glued to the super glue, if that this makes is, sense. This is the super glue paradox. You know what's funny, though? Last time, it worked fine. I don't know what I did to it this past time that I used it to make it super glue itself together. So this is right before the show, like 10 minutes before showtime, maybe 15 minutes before showtime. And uh, this is what I go to for you people to listen to this show. So I'm like, fuck, now I can't make my pick, Right. I know I don't have any other super glue in the house, Rufus, so what did I do? What do you think I did? What's the logical thing to do? You've got a full tube of super glue, but you can't get the top off. So what do you do to the super glue? Did you cut the bottom off? You cut the bottom, you cut the super glue open, but you don't even cut the bottom off, Rufus, because you're being very careful, so you think. You use a needle and you just prick it. I, if I had a needle handy, would but all I had was a little tiny pair of needle nose pliers. So I nipped the edge of the thing, right? But... This is the problem with super glue. Super glue is like water, okay? Someone yeah. needs to make the super glue that's got, like, a consistency to it so it doesn't run everywhere when you start using it. You know what and, I mean? And make it not clear so you can see where Thank it goes. Thank you very much. That is the perfect idea because all of a sudden I'm standing there and I'm like, where did the glue go, right? Because I'm like, where is the glue? I mean, and I can see it drop. Yes. So then two of my fingers are fucking stuck together. My thumb... <laughs> My thumb is stuck to the the white pick, the Dun, Jim Dunlop pick. Holy and shit. I, what the fuck? So I've got this mess all over my hands. I was like, should I wipe it on my pants? I didn't know what to do. But it dried instantly, so it doesn't really fucking matter. So my fingers are – I'm walking around like fucking uh, – like the man from Atlantis with web hands. What and the hell? To my, my thing. So what I do is – dude, this is crazy. I ripped off the fucking Jim Dunlap pick, right? I'm like, I do not need this fucking pick stuck to my hand. Did it hurt? It did not hurt. I mean, it didn't feel good. It was way harder to get off than I was going to think. That's what she but said. I was, I was so in the moment, I ripped it off, and then I put it on the Herco pick, and oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should have left it on. It just flicked somewhere. and Yeah, no shit. What? What just happened, Rufus? I just flicked the pick somewhere that I spent hours fucking making, or in minutes anyways. <laughs> it was glue. So I, I put it all together, right? And then I'm like, oh, shit. So my fingers are still stuck together in this hand. That's crazy. I, now there's like a nice crust between them. I don't know if that's like ripped skin or whatever it is. But on my thumb, right, where I ripped it off, I'm, you probably can't see it, but it's all like mangled now. And guess what? My phone will not recognize my thumb. Oh, no. Yeah. Who knows if it'll ever come back? What am I going to do, Rufus? I might never be able to check my phone ever again. 
Yeah, but yeah. you'll be able to rob banks and commit crimes. That's true. That is very true. And you know what? I I prefer online stealing though. I mean, yeah, I think it's more respectful of people. You know, well, how I mean? you get these two fingers apart? I mean, oh, you can... and I asked my wife. I'm like, I got my fucking fingers stuck together. And my wife and daughter, of course, are laughing at me and my idiocy. For the and I said, get some nail polish remover, right? Oh, I don't the... know. I thought it would work. It didn't work. Oh. So then I kind of pried them apart. Now that it's like, I don't know if it's ripped skin on one finger or not, but it's it's pretty fucked up, Rufus, honestly. No blood. No blood, though. It's probably all sealed shut. Like those yeah, people, I guess it is. Have you ever been one of those guys or been known a guy who's like, you know, I'm just going to put some super glue on a cut and fucking super glue it closed? No, I mean, I've heard doctors do that medically, but I've never heard just a random guy. So. I've heard of random guys say they do it. I've never seen anyone do it, but I don't think at the hospital they're using regular fucking super glue. No, it's some kind of medical shit that they just call super glue. Exactly, yes. Yes, just like a medical staple is not a regular Swinger brand staple. No, no. Is Swinger the brand of a stapler? Is that the yes. brand? That is the brand. Oh, wait. Is that what it says? Hold on. Swing line. Oh, swing line. That's right. All right, well, well, entertain the troops for a second, Rufus, while I look for this pick. I just can't believe you have to look for a pick that was at one time super glued to your thumb. Yeah, that, that's the way my day is going, my friend. That's uh, ironic. It is, and now I don't have any super glue to make another pick. Where could it have gone? Dude, you know where you're going to find that pick, and you won't find it for ten fucking years, and then one day you're going to be, like, unloading the laundry or just walking in the yard, and suddenly that exact pick will be there, and you'll be like, what the fuck? I don't even know how it could have went anywhere. It's like five feet here. What, Rufus? Uh, You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to take another pick. uh Uh-huh. I'm going to super glue it to my finger. There you go. You know what? I'm going to super glue a pick to every one of my fingers. You should do that. Be like Edward... Guitar pick hands. Okay, they're Jim Dunlop. Oh, wait. 40.46 nylon. That's what they're called, Rufus. That's really precise. You must be a pro. I am a pro. I am a pro, dude. That's why I make custom picks. I don't use off-the-rack picks, so to speak, Rufus. That ain't my style. Just like Eddie Van Halen made his own guitars, you make your own picks. That's right. That's right. He could have made his own picks, too. I'm going to start making my own strings. i got a lot of shoelaces lying around that are broke. You should do that. I want to see you hand-wind a string on the air. That will not get tedious at all. You know what? Do you ever hear these guys like flat strings or wound strings for the light E note or whatever? Do you ever see guys saying shit like that? I've heard guys who like mix and match different packs to make sure each string is just right. It just makes me think that you know there's yeah you're like you're a poser you're a poser if you're doing that right sure they maybe yingwe malmstein can tell the difference on a fucking wound string and he probably doesn't even go to that country is he still alive i don't know if he's alive is he alive uh yeah i'm sure he's alive i I saw a video recently not willingly it was suggested to me and yeah i mean he looks like he's maybe shouldn't be alive he's kind of bloated (laughs) Isn't he, I imagine him as like Ronnie James Dio looking character. No, no, he's a total. He's more like a Yanni character. Really? Oh yeah. So, but he's like a rock guy, right, or a metal guy, or not? 
Well, yeah, but he's like the uh, what do you call it? They, he plays like Buck Mountain. Yeah, but it's all you know, like Bach classical music and shit with distortion. It's not like bring down like, the mountains of the dragons kind of it's stuff. Not like Mount Man Metal. Were you re- referencing Dio there when you're saying running down the mountains and slaying dragons like Dio does? Yeah, but Dio's awesome. Dio or, is awesome, dude. I remember when I was in like eighth grade, we were listening to Dio. Right, but I mean, question is, was Dio popular on that time? I don't think you were going to hear Dio on the radio, really. I much. don't know. When I was a kid, Dio was like even more so than like Metallica or Motley Crue. Oh yeah, she was well. like, who you know, those kids who listen to Dio or they worship Satan. <laughs> right. You know? Yes, absolutely. And we did worship Satan. We we worshipped him as good as we could, man. And thank God we did, or thank Satan we did, because. Right. Dio turns. Have you ever seen an interview with Dio? He's like the nicest I know. motherfucker on the so goddamn weird. planet. It He's is super crazy. fucking chill. You're like, what is this guy thinking? That that's the music he plays and the lyrics he writes. But I mean, I guess a lot of it's just fucking fantasy. It is. You read these. I mean, even when I was in high school, I would go to the library and like check out books. Not like Lord of the Rings books, right? Because I didn't know about them yet, or I didn't even know if they were popular. They probably were popular, but it was like more random books about fucking uh dragons and oh yeah fake fucking mystical i guess places like camelot so to speak but see was camelot a real place or not that i don't know actually i think it might have been i think it was too because i think i saw something on tv not that long ago where they found the round table to the net to the net that you know where Batman to the net music. You know where I got that to the net and raising the finger like that. I remember it to this fucking day. Where it, Joel Gowdy in Roehampton. <laughs> no, internet was new and we were sitting around the couch and we, there was a computer in, in the, the living kitchen. room mirror. It, oh, well, I think it was before room. the kitchen. In the living room. That's right. Right, and we were arguing about something or trying to figure something. He just went to the net like it was a bat cave, and I was like, man, that's the funniest <laughs> shit I ever heard. I just talked to Joel today, actually. Did you really? He just bought a Gretsch guitar. Really? Yeah. And you know what's funny? I'm not a fan of Gretsch guitars. I've never owned one, but I know a few people who have. Are are they mostly like big hollow body? Yeah, they're like rockabilly guitars. Rockabilly. I mean, they have like a 335 body, like a a Gibson ES-335, I think. Let me see what Joel, he sent me a picture of it. I'll show you a picture of his guitar. I've never been able to get into rockabilly. Yeah, me neither. And I watched that movie Swingers last night. Yeah. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Not a bad movie, but then they get into that rockabilly part, and they all got the wallet chains and all that shit. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I fucking dodged that bullet. I was too busy smoking grass and listening to the Grateful Dead. I went a whole other way than a wallet chain thing. I just went to not have any money, so I didn't really care about where my wallet was. Is uh, is Gaddy into rockabilly, or does he just like the the Gretsch for the brand? And I mean, I know people just like Gretsch, like people like. Oh them. yeah, that, you're really gonna see that. Oh, there we go. Oh, that looks pretty nice. I like the red pickups. Yeah, it's a nice looking guitar, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I guess he must be. I don't know if he's into rockabilly. No, I've never known him to be into rockabilly. Other than he dated a chick that was into rockabilly. Remember his old girlfriend, Lindy? Uh, I remember that name. I don't remember anything she was about a her. Redhead. Though. Really? Okay, Crazy I can see. Redhead. Like a legit yeah. redhead or a dyed redhead? No, a legit redhead. Okay, no, I don't remember this gal at all. I do remember the name, though. That's weird. 
uh, probably because he stalked her for a while while we lived together. But you probably didn't meet her because I think that they broke up and then he moved into Roehampton. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you never had the pleasure. So Roehampton is the, the safety net of scoundrels. It was. We had a nice little thing going on there at Roehampton. You know what? I looked up the fucking Roehampton house last night. You know what is fucking is on what Zillow is listing fucking the Roehampton house at? Uh, let me guess. I looked it up not recently, but a few months ago. Uh, uh-huh. It's like uh, shit, like three hundred and fifty thousand or something. Three hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars. Yeah, Rufus, yeah, we yeah. could have bought that house for a hundred and four thousand dollars when we lived there. Right. Well, didn't your I thought your parents owned that house. No, we just rented it. They asked me if I wanted to buy it, and like an idiot, I said no, and decided to go back to Indiana because you started working at Double Dave's. And that kind of ruined everything. <laughs> oh, it's my fault. It is your fault. But maybe it was for the best, Rufus, because now, look, maybe we wouldn't still be together or be together as Hypersloth 25 years later. That's true. Things happen for a reason. They do. Yeah. You know what? And I'm starting to really fucking believe that or at least tell myself that. that that's, that's where I'm at. I'm telling myself that. So you got to believe it, right? I make sure. I tell myself to believe it. But is that believing it, or is that just telling yourself? It's believing it, zigzag. (laughs) Okay. Keep telling (laughs) yourself that, Rufus. So now I feel like the, I guess I hit, like, some kind of point in the superglue where now it's flaking off of my thumb. So I might be okay after all. Not that you cared. Can you feel your thumb, or is it still kind of plastic? No. See, that's what sucks, is I was trying to play the guitar afterwards, and I'm like, I can't feel my fucking fingers. You know what I mean? It's like usually you wouldn't think that that would matter, but for some reason it was bugging me. It's amazing Tommy Iommi can do that. Well, he has that little thing on his finger. Have you ever seen that little? He has like a little prosthesis. Yeah, it's like a fake fingertip. fingertip. I'm like, why don't they just make those for new guitar players? Right, just a little thing that you can dip your hand into, and you make these little fucking finger things that go on the end of your fingers to keep you from fucking hurting your fingers. Well, I guess you got to get through the pain. Do you, Rufus? This is a fucking 21st century, dude. You don't have to have guitar finger pain. Well, you don't have to have guitars either, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but you look so much cooler when you do. Let's be honest. You know what sucks is I think these days if somebody sees somebody with a guitar, they think they look old. <laughs> because you should just be walking around with a, a tiny little keyboard on your phone. And no, like you should be <laughs> walking around with a DJ deck. <laughs> you know what... Here's the deal. When I see someone walking around with a classical piano, that's when I think they're old. I think they're a hipster. <laughs> they are. They are fucking hipsters. They got that leather grand piano satchel. <laughs> yes, exactly. With next to their growler holder. <laughs> that's right, which is full of port wine. And now I've seen there's a thing called a crowler. Oh, Jesus. What is that? I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look it up. To the net. To the net. <laughs> Wait till I tell him you remembered that. Tell us, tell us. Dude, to this day, every time I I say that to my wife a lot, because she asks me a, a question that could easily be resolved. Why the world needs more crawlers? A crawler is a 32-ounce can of beer that can be filled on any ordinary tap line. How does that make sense? That doesn't make any sense. A Hold can. on a second. I've never what did heard- you see, dude? The Gathering of the Juggalos has been... Uh, a growler is a 32-ounce to-go package that is filled and sealed right in front of you as a combination of a can and a growler. 
It's uh, the alternative to glass, which makes it more portable. It's a one-time use only, so it's always clean. It's always fresh. It preserves freshness longer. We- I'm sorry. I cannot do that, and I will not make our listeners listen to that. I was going to say, does he look as annoying as he yeah. sounds? Ten okay. times as annoying, dude. Let me put it this way. His hat had a flat bill. Ooh, God, that just makes my spine crawl. My question is, can you even buy a hat with a flat bill? I thought they all came with, like, curved bill. Do you have to, like, flatten? Oh, no, 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 no. You buy the, this place called, it's a store in the mall called Lids, and they make <laughs> oh, them that Oh, my way. God, shut up. Dude, I remember whenever uh, I founded a marketing company way back in the day, somebody, there was a market research company next door to us, and they brought us over to test hats. And I was like, hats? Right. What the fuck, you know? And uh, one of the guys who worked with us, he wasn't part of the company, but we let him work out of our office. He was a big hip-hop dude, and he wore the flat brim with the sticker on it and the big emblem, and he's like, yeah, yeah bro, let's go check the hats. And he went like and checked them barrel. out. And they were, all, they were made like that. That's how they came. There's totally, you couldn't bend them, dude. I mean, they were made to be flat. Like hard plastic? Yeah. What's a, what's a lid cost? I don't fucking. This is 2011. I don't remember now. I mean, were they like fifty dollars for a fucking hat? I mean, a hat actually. There's something like that. It's yeah. expensive in the first place, really. Like a Cubs hat, and I don't know if it's the licensing or whatever. Or it's hat. It's like twenty five bucks. Yeah, if you get a branded hat that's fitted, you know, it doesn't have the sizing thing. Then those. I don't get fit. fitted. I am a seven and a quarter. In case you're ever buying me a hat, though. I probably won't. But uh. What size are you? Do you even know? Do you even know what fucking size hat you are? No. Why I would I? So. I'm a You know how man. I know? Because I graduated, dude, and I had to wear a fucking <laughs> stupid-ass little hat. Oh, is that right? Oh, so That's your right. brain got so big that it had That's to be That's right. It was, I started out at six and a quarter inches, and I went to seven and a quarter. And then after St. Edwards, I was down to five and a third. I was going to say, you should have had that thing lanced. And then it, it, after I left Roehampton, I was ten and a half. It was like a raisin. Oh, wait, ten, ten and a half. Oh, it grew. Okay. It did grow. I grew as a person at Roehampton, I like to think. I think I did, too. Do you? Uh, I mean, really, without Roehampton, I don't think I'd be the, the dude I am. And I, I mean, I would, you know what? Without, and I do mean to use the word dude, not man. I'd rather be a dude, and I feel like I'm a dude thanks to Roehampton. I think we cut our teeth a little bit at Roehampton, actually. I think we did. I can remember the first time you called Roehampton from the sub shop. Really? Yeah. Probably to tell me to come in and pick up a shift because you were hungover, I'm guessing. I'm sure I needed a cigarette or something. You probably needed me to bring you a six-pack, I would imagine. I think you were living with your old lady then. Really? Who was your old lady? What was her name? Joy. Yeah, boy. The joy. That's for a sure. fitting name. <laughs> we won't go there, folks. We won't bore you with the details on joyless. I mean, joy. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I don't think I'd be the same person without Roehampton either. But is it worth $392,000 is the question. I mean, it's like they've turned Austin into California. Well, I mean, I don't know. Because when I drive through that neighborhood, which I have done more recently than looking up the price of it, it is a nice neighborhood, but it's still – it's like in this part of town that has not yet been kind of – Gentrified. Gentrified. But like, it was a nice part of town when we lived there. It's not like it was like the hood. It was, but, dude, I lived there a lot longer than, than after you left, right? And oh, you kinda, did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Where did and you it, live in South Austin after I left? I, I lived on uh, South First Street. It was like right across William Cannon. So it was William Cannon and Manshack right. and South First, right? Right, yep. We lived on South First Street for a while. And a little the, more hoodie in that direction, I think. Yeah, but that whole area just kind of went down. You know, there was always a lot of uh, the big warehouse sales where you buy knockoff perfume and speakers like going on and it was the hood it was the hood and when i drove through there a few months ago it still was kind of the hood but that neighborhood and once you got you know just a quarter mile off of william cannon it was really nice um that's kind of what it was like there because that popeyes and church's chicken where was it a church's chicken on the corner there i think it was a church's chicken yeah i remember i went there one time right dude and it took so long to get my food, but then the guy working the fucking window like shoves this fucking bag of food at me, right? And he's like, like forty wings or whatever. I was like, no, I did not have forty wings. I had like a chicken sandwich and a fucking order of French fries. And he's like, just take them. What? No shit. Like, okay. So he gave me like my regular food, but he's like, just take these wings or whatever. Just take them. And I'm like, okay. So I took him and I threw him out because I'm like, I'm not eating these fucking, who knows what this fucking crazy, and he had a bandage on his hand. That's not shift. He was trying to get rid of something. Yeah, he used exactly. those wings to do it. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, mm. uh, no, no, those wings didn't make it out of the parking lot. If you had eaten those wings, I bet you would have been flying, though. I bet I would have had an IQ of 75, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Well, maybe, maybe you should have then. I'm glad I didn't, though, because I could have been dead. Did you ever think of that? No. <laughs> you probably didn't. We were talking about pushing up daisies at the beginning of the show and how we're all going to be dead one day, and you never even thought of me being dead. No. I, why sadden myself like that, Zigzag? <laughs> would you be sad, or would you kind of laugh to yourself? If you died? Well, yeah, if I, then you'd be like that, Zigzag. It that depends on a biscuit. It would depend on how you died. If you died in a way that was funny, I think you'd appreciate me laughing at it. Give me one way that would be funny if I died. Give me a, I don't know, trying to get a pick off your thumb, you super glue there, and you fall down the stairs and break your neck. I'd be like, that's zigzag. That's zigzag. <laughs> he had an internal what, internal decapitation. He said he would. <laughs> Did you just spit your beer out? Yeah, I did not expect the internal decapitation <laughs> reference to come back. <laughs> That's right. We got the two week ago reference. I just got a vision of you lying at the bottom of the stairs, so did I, a pick glued to your thumb, and you're just like drooling and you can't communicate. But I'm still coherent. That's the scary part about the internal decapitation, right? Uh, yeah, it's like you could probably talk, but you can't do anything else. You think you could talk? I don't. I don't know if you could talk. Well, it, yes, you could, right? I mean, isn't that basically what happened to Christopher Reeve? Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, he was dead from the neck down, basically. But, I mean, if, did he have an internal decapitation or just a spinal cord injury? Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand they're the same thing, but my question to you is, okay, so you snap your neck off inside of your body it, and sever your spinal cord, yeah. Do your muscles in your face still work to talk? I don't know. And can you decapitate? I mean, can your skull bone detach but not damage your spine so that you're okay, but you just can't, your head is just 
you know. Well, yeah, I do know that that's possible because a guy I went to St. Edwards with, right, his name was Ray, he had had a broken neck from diving into a fucking pool that was only like three and a half feet deep. Jesus. And he broke his neck, and he said he got out of the pool, and he was like moving his arms and stuff, but he couldn't lift his fucking head up. It was just flopping around like that. Holy shit, that's horrifying. Very scary. Very scary. But he was kind of a dipshit anyway, so. Wow. God bless him. God bless him. Diving into a three-foot pool. Kind of a shit. Right. I mean, I'm sure it happens all the time, honestly. I guess. I wonder if that's how more people die in pools than drowning. Probably not. No. It's got to be drowning. Really? I'm sure alcohol is involved in a lot of them. To the net. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, I wish I didn't lose my pick, Rufus, because I thought we were going to work on a song tonight. I know that you're trying to avoid it, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm not trying to avoid it. I'm just not skilled on the spot. You don't have to be skilled on the spot. That's what improvisation is about, Rufus. Yeah. 
time. Listen to this man jam, folks. Not good on, on the that spot, for a while. So, uh, well, we've got the song written. I guess what we really need is the lyrics, right, Rufus? Yeah, that's the tough part. That's what I'm not good at at all. Well, we're live on the show and show the people how it's done so we can motivate some youngsters out there someday. Look, the name of this song is called Summer's Eve. I like that riff a lot. And we had some, a few lyrics. Now, wait, let's listen to the chorus, Rufus. Let's play the chorus for the people. Do you mind if we do? Of course not. Here you go, folks. This is the chorus that we came up with, a sample of the chorus for Summer's Eve. Hit it, Rufus. What are the chorus Thank you. 
Uh, you see, uh, Joe's bait and tackle turned around because I smell the mackerel. Smell the so mackerel. we take the win out. Yeah. Better down at Joe's and tackle turned around because I smelled a mackerel. What's the next line after that? I can't find the fucking oh. lyrics I wrote. Hold on. Uh, next line is, there she was with the biggest fish I'd seen with a big old mouth, if you know what I mean. Okay. I guess we could play the had a big old had a big old mouth, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think that works. It's taking out win. All right. Of course it does. That's, That's why we're you just, Text me the lyrics because I can't. Oh. I had them in my uh, Apple notes. Right, now they're fucking gone. Well, that's because I updated them. Maybe that's why. Where are you on here, goddammit, Rufus? I know you got to be at the top. Whoa, how'd you get so far down? It's been a long time since you texted me, you son of a biscuit. All right. All right. <laughs> Yesterday. What's that? I texted yes. Oh, wait, wait. I met her down at Joe's Bait and Tackle. Turned around and smelled a mackerel. Turned around. Wait, let's look. Hold on. That's got to, it's got to. Met her down at Joe's Bait and Tackle. Turned around and smelled a mackerel. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't I don't think that works in there? Better down at Joe's bait and tackle. Turned around because I smelled a mackerel. No. There you go. I guess we could turn oh. that second part into another verse. So wait a minute. Do the first part. Start with the first part. Better down at Joe's bait and tackle. Turned around because I smelled a mackerel. There she was with the biggest fish I'd seen with a big old mouth, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, man. Getting it. We're getting it. I'm getting it. Hang on. I got to. Right there, so dumbfounded with a girl who looked and smelled like a summer Z. Yeah, see, that's. Wait a minute. Hold on. You know what you need to do? Can you open this up in Word or something like that so we can actually copy and paste that in Word and then we can adjust the lyrics right now, right? Because we're going to get to this, we're going to go through it, and then we're going to be like, oh shit, what were we doing there? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, I can do it in text edit. Hold on a second. I got Word open. Oh, you do? Alright. I met her down at Joe's bait and tackle. I turned around because I smelled a mackerel. There you go, right? Wait, I smelled a mackerel. It's just, there's a lot of words to fit Hold into on. that rhythm. Turned around.
Yeah, okay, that works. That works. Just check out when that all works. Did you take when out? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I did. Oh, the okay. rhythm's a little funky, but when it's right, it's right. Ooh, I, I kind of like how that's... Wait a minute, little, yeah. ...opens up a little more. That's how that that's got to go up at the end. Yeah, I think the okay. first one goes down and then the second one goes up. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think it's good with the second one having less words, so it kind of breathes a little more. And then it, yeah, it ramps up into the chorus. She handed it to Joe, so that I want it mounted uh, as. He, I just thought he, he, as he walked away. Forget and I think. Yeah, forget and, but Ed turned as he turned and walked and no. Leave Ann, but take out as. And he turned and walked or, or away. About, hey, how about just he turned and walked away? Let's see. Yeah, okay, so take out as, and he turned and walked away. I don't think we need Ann. He turned and walked away. Oh, okay. We can have either one. She handed it to Joe and said, I want it mounted. He turned and walked away. So dumb. I, I stood there. I was so dumbfounded. So dumbfounded. So now we need something else. Because this next line, I don't know if it works right. With a girl who looked and smelled like. Girl who looked and looked. No, it's got a rhyme where she had. Dumbfounded. I was so dumbfounded. With a girl. No, it's got a rhyme with a way, I think. Oh, man, okay, away. Being very silent. Okay, let me see if it works. Uh, let me a little quiet. Instead of he turned and walked away, yeah, she handed it to Joe and said, "I want it mounted," and he turned away to leave. I stood there. I was so oh. dumbfounded with a girl who looked and smelled like a summer's eve. How about a girl who reminded me of a summer's eve? Oh, that's even better because it cuts down the words with yes. a girl who reminded me of a summer's eve. Uh, she, then you get into she's as fresh and bright as a summer's eve. It's like a summer's eve. Yeah, that's it. Wait a minute. Maybe reminded doesn't work then. Sid and walked away. 
sing through the first verse again, or the first maybe, part of that second verse. Yeah, maybe uh, I think you're right. Maybe you remind us a little too with a girl who reminded me of Summer Z. Maybe it's just a with a girl. You can repeat the line from the chorus. Girl like say, a summer's eve. A girl like a summer's eve, or as bright as a summer's eve, or whatever. Right. Go through it real quick. Go through that verse again. She had it that she told said I wanted my foundation way to leave. And I stood there, I was so dumbfounded with a girl who looked like a summer's eve. With a See girl. That? What about just with a girl like the summer's eve? Yeah, I think that's Does right. Does that too. work better? Because then you can hold the the Summer's Eve part longer, maybe. Ah, uh, with a girl like oh yeah, that really tightens it up. All right, let me see. <laughs> oh shit! Hang on, that's my fault. I missed a word and it totally threw me off. All right. That's it. With a girl like Summer's Eve? With a girl. Yeah. You don't think it's missing something? I almost feel like maybe it was too short that time. You think? I don't know, because it hits on the beats. I don't know what else to do. That go, go again, go again. Let's hear it again. Let's hear. Maybe I'm just being a picky. You know me. I've always been a perfectionist. That's gold. That's fucking gold. Yeah. That All is right. gold. So now in the chorus. Let me take it from the top. And just take go. it from the top, baby. I mean, just for my own work here. The, the uh, first verse is still it's wordy, but I think it's it's okay wordy. <laughs> Forget how it goes. Go back to that and reference it right there because that was it. That was fucking that, it right there. That's not, I'm not going to forget that. When it clicks, all right, clicks, all right. Well, you that say clicks. that, and I can't even remember how I strum them sometimes. So. All right. Man, I can all almost right. do that all over again for the rest of the night. Remember when you didn't want to do this like five or ten minutes ago? You're welcome. Well, You're welcome. Well, I didn't. Th- hey, we haven't got to the part where we're coming up with new words. But we don't have to. You wrote more words. I wrote we got like five verses here. I mean, I think we could come up with it, some new words.
now make sure you fix those words on your Word document, did you? No, I didn't. I only copied that first verse so far. I mean, yeah, I fixed the first verse. Okay, that's what I meant. Even the yeah, even yeah. the last sentence of the verse verse. Oh yeah, it's all fixed. Okay. All right. Now copy and paste the chorus, I guess. She's as fresh as a summer's right. eve. Summer's eve, and when the mood is right, wet like the morning dew. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I am. That is perverted. But. Short in the days they were spent. All right. Summer seemed short in the days they were spent. Looking for my summer girl everywhere I went. <laughs> That's a good line, dude. That's a summer song. Let me see. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. I already got it. The summer seemed short and my days were spent. Mm hmm. Ooh, that's all right. All right. Well, that's now another lot of words. Obviously, yeah. Well, I mean, all right. Wait a minute. Now we just can just all right. Summer seems short. I mean, my days were spent looking for my summer girl. Now we just forget that everywhere I went. All right, and we start working on it from there. So, sing that again. That summer seems short, and the days were spent looking for my summer girl. Yeah, you know what? You don't see, need to say everywhere I went because right. you already know you're looking for her. Right, yeah. Let me see the summer's the summer's short the days were spent looking for my summer girl. Ooh. Okay. I like that. I like how that one I like how this okay. I like that cool because that that third line. I don't know. Hang on a second. All right. The sunset shore days were spent looking for my summer girl. The summer gets her smell that now we need one more line after that. I, I like that little uh, pause you right think there. Those words work. That almost seems like it's too long for me. Hold on. Summer seems short and the days are spent. Wait a minute. My days were spent looking for my summer girl. Sometimes, maybe we need to change this this whole set, that last set of lyrics, you think? No, I like, I, the summer seemed short and the days they were spent looking for my summer girl. I Get rid of sometimes. I'd catch her smell riding on the breeze. A fantastic, maybe. <laughs> All right, now that can maybe, be shortened. Maybe just fantastic. That's a lot of syllables and fantastical. Well, I mean, probably Fant- take aroma out. Sometimes the aroma and smell, I don't think they need it. Sometimes I'd catch her smell riding on the breeze. A fantastic aroma. Sometimes, oh yeah, okay, hang on. (laughs) 
Yeah. All right. I catch her minute, riding on the breeze. You could just say I catch her smell riding on the breeze like that of blooming trees or something. I catch her smell riding on the breeze like that of blooming trees. I like that. I catch her smell. Wait a minute. All right. Go. Does the first does that first line and second line work together though musically? Start from the top of that verse. The summer seems short, the days were spent. Maybe take out the girl. Yeah, take out the. The summer seems short, the days were spent. Looking for my summer girl. I kept the smell riding on the breeze. Wait a minute. No, 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 we took out. The first works. No, I think it does. I think it does. No, that is. It does, dude. It totally does. Listen. Let me see. The summer seems short. The days were spent looking for my summer girl. I catch a smell riding on the breeze like the bloom of the trees. All right. All right. That does work. We just needed to snip out a few extraneous words. I, had a lot of, I was writing a, a book instead of a song, I think, trying to, trying to get around my point of my summer girl. Hey, we'll have to... Uh, We'll have to bundle this with the uh, the novella in the uh, special edition. Then, I mean, just make a story out of it, like a whole fucking epic tale. Well, and we'll also probably bundle it in with this behind-the-scenes version of us writing the song together. Uh, yeah, if we had Patreon fans, this is the kind of shit people would pay to see. Is it? Yeah, this is like bonus content. It's, the first verse is still first, but it's kind of uh Yeah. Actually the the first verse I think is the one that's still a little problematic. Really? But, yeah, this I mean the first part of the first verse. Right, I know what you're saying. Or the second yeah. verse. Sentence of the, the second verse. Right. I met her down at Joe's Bait and Tackle. That oh, you're strong. talking about up there. Yeah, I think that's problematic. The one after that is good. The chorus is good. The bit we just did with the one you wrote is, I think, the best one so far, like in terms of, like, the beats it hits. So now we're at up and down the hillsides everywhere I search, dude. I can just see him riding on a unicorn or something. Well, that was the idea. And down by the lakeside somewhere on it. Oh, we're going to take good. this little part of the show into the VIP Pro Show, but let's work on that first, getting that first verse right. Yeah. I got it. I got it. it. Take out one thing. It's redundant anyway. Check out I turned around. So I met her down at Joe's Bait and Tackle because I smelled a mackerel. All right. You don't have to say I turned around. That's true. That's, you know. That's dumb. Because the very next line, it says, there she was with the biggest fish I'd seen. All right. So then it goes, I met her down at Joe's Bait and Tackle because I smelled a 
just smell the mic. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three. That part of the verse has six lines. But it is this big news. Yeah, okay. Let her down at Joe's bait and tackle because I smelled a mackerel. No? No, that worked. I think that the very first three lines works. I met her down at Joe's bait and tackle because I smelled a mackerel. And there she was with the biggest fish I'd seen. It almost has to end there. There she was. Yeah. Let her down at Joe's bait and tackle because I smelled a I'll oh. take that line with a big old mouth if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, well, it seemed like it worked better when we had another two lines in that whole verse. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so now each one is five lines. And then we get to the second verse that we mastered, and that's four lines, but it's really the summer seems short break, and the days were long. So that's five lines. So that's the that's the key, the holy it's five lines. Five lines. Maybe that needs changed, but we just mastered that. Hang on. All right, it. sometimes it's out. I catch your smell. How about, does it need to say right? I catch your smell on the breeze, right? Instead of riding on the breeze, or does it need the riding? Uh, no. On the, on the breeze, a fantastical, or a fantastic aroma, or something aroma like the bloom, or you're blooming up the tree. Yeah, I think I'm writing fits. We can do it with writing. And I think it kind of uh, helps the pacing. Yeah, I think that works. Rhythmically, that fits good. All right. All right. In the can. Put it in the can. Up and down. Up and down. All right, so everywhere I search is probably where we're going to start this one. Up and down the hillsides, everywhere I searched, down by the lakeside, somewhere on a... That's it, that's it.
her girl fishing pole in her hand. Yeah, okay. On a perch, there was a summer girl fishing pole in her hand. Sure as a stand. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's perfect. Th- those last two lines are solid as they are. It's the first two that need some. Let me see. Then she was my summer girl fishing pole in her hand. With a chorus in my head, it sure is here I stand. Yeah, I just, what happened there, I think, is I should have been putting the break in the lines, but I was so busy just typing what was in my head. Does that make sense? I could hear oh, it yeah, in my head, but I, I wasn't putting did. the, I wasn't saying, oh, break here, right, or new line here. All right, all right. So. You see. How about every down the hillside, up and down the hillside, do we need everywhere I search, or does it work? Up and down the hillsides, I oh oh. What if we do? Up and down the hillsides, I searched everywhere. How about how about I searched and searched? Up and down the hillsides, I searched and searched. Down by the lakeside, somewhere on it. Ooh yeah, that sounds like a goddamn folk song. Up and down the hillsides, I, I searched, searched and I searched and I searched, dude. This is like fucking uh, Simon and Garfunkel shit. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on. I accidentally did, deleted the next part. Uh, I got it. Uh, uh, up and down the hillside, searching, I searched. Down by the lakeside. Somewhere on it perched. Lakeside. Somewhere on it perched. Wow. I think that's good. There was my summer girl fishing pole in her hand. I heard this chorus in my head as sure as here I stand. Dude, this is like a, uh, even though it's, you know, about something kind of goofy and silly, it, the lyrics read like a, a fairy tale or like a pop-up Well, that's a story, there. right? That's what I'm saying. So then what happens? We obviously, we hook up with the summer girl, right? But somehow in the end, she's not as fresh and bright as the summer's eve is. She was just like everything is a, is a metaphor. Maybe everything's not as good as you want it to be, really. We can really turn this into a song with a, with a fucking a lesson. Now, could it, it be? She's not good. We just built her up in our mind to be this great Summer's Eve girl. Turns out she's human just like the rest of us, but that's okay, too. Yeah, but what if it's a twist? What if you finally hook up with her and she's like, oh, you're not who I thought you would Ooh. be? Ooh, that's right. And what? Oh, my God. You're not the old Spice guy. Yeah. You know, maybe she goes off with the guy from Joe's Bait and Tackle. <laughs> I don't know. Put yeah, a twist in wait there. Wait a minute. I like that idea. I like it giving it that we let her down. We right. built, 
But you know what? No. That ain't what happens to hyper no, I, I, I don't think it's about letting her down. I don't think it's it's more like self-effacing. Like, maybe you fucking stink, too. Or Oh, my God, that's right. We should have been using musk. Maybe he's a, a fishmonger. Well, I mean, I write these songs like it's me and you. Which you one's the stink? Which one's the Summer's Eve girl? You. You are the you are the twunk. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thanks, Billy. You're a power bottom. All right. All right. Where are we? Blah blah blah. I know the chorus. A summer so short, this was spent looking for my summer girl. I can just smell riding on the trees like the bloom of the tree. Up and down the hillside, I searched and I searched. And down by the lakeside, somewhere on it burst. Ooh, man. Yeah, you almost really go into the you almost could go into the fucking uh Summer's Eve part right there and say that's for a new verse. I realized that that verse that we started with in that area actually became a, like a verse and a half. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we can say. Perched, after perched, you go into the Summer's Eve. I think you're right. You're Eve's totally right. Fresh and bright because it fits right there too if you're like in the song itself because there she's perched and then she's as fresh and bright. Does that make sense? That makes total fucking sense. Okay, so here's how it goes, dude. Got the first verse, which yes. is two parts. Chorus. Second verse, two parts. Chorus. And then I think, there was my summer girl, fishing pole in her hand. I heard this chorus in my head. As sure as here I stand. That could almost be like a bridge and like a key change. There you go. And then into like a ripping guitar solo. And you're oh, the man. man. I all like right, the bridge all right. right I don't know what the bridge could be. We'd need new chords. Or did you have a bridge? I'm trying to remember. I think. Let's see. Go ahead. Go ahead and you, let me think for a second here. I can't remember if I did one in the recording or not. I don't think so. See, I had it before when I wrote it a long time ago. It was just went like that C D, right? Into the kind of down to the G. how we do it that's how you write a hit song folks i wish you knew how easy it was because me and rupus make it look so fucking easy okay hang on what was that uh that bridge was a cd right yep yep okay i'm gonna note that in the uh the lyric thing 
dude, what have we done? What have we, we fucking done? We wrote a fucking another kick-ass song. We finished a song that was yeah, already kicked. We did, ass. right? We did finish we it. Enhanced the kick-assness of it. Yes, we did. did. We okay, added fucking one thing that this whole song was missing, which was a bridge. Well, it was a bridge and getting the lyrics. Well, yeah, set. I'm saying and musically, musically wise. Yeah, I don't. The lyrics intimidated me more, but you fucking nailed the second verse. You really think lyrics intimidated you? You're the lyricist. Dude, I hate writing lyrics so much. What? Look at your past, I, dude. You've got farmer's song. You've got beer is food. You've got internet love song. What are you talking about? You hate writing lyrics. You're a fucking lyrical machine. I mean, I, I, it's like my pool game. Sometimes I get it, but 90% of the time I'm just like, fuck, this sucks. You know what? Man. Go back to Roehampton. Dude, I can't wait to fucking get this song recorded now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. The now, music's pretty much done. We just need, I just got to do the vocals and stuff. Wow. Now we just need one or two more. You know what? might be easier, honestly, to lay down the track, lay down what we have, then come over it with the new, the final verses. I think no. you're right. What? Well, yeah. I can talk on the verses still. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, well, I've got, you, except for the bridge, I've got all the music recorded. I just could I could not make the lyrics click. So now, will you be able to take that and just add that the bridge in? Fuck yeah, dude. All right, I wasn't sure Fuck if it was a yeah. whole fucking recording or not. Oh, no, I'll just punch all that shit in. Such oh, a genius. man. Dude, this song, I, honestly, as awesome as that bridge is, um, and, a, and a great addition, really, to me, the most beneficial thing was just getting those verse lyrics Tightened up, ironed out, tightened up, snipped down, and organized. That was the. I'm super excited about that. I can't even express it. Look at this. Remember, folks, I want you to go back to 37 minutes into the first hour. Well, you wrote the lyrics. I just had to fuck with them. Well, I had the easy part. We wrote the lyrics. Yeah, that's true. But we. I mean me. And remember this in the lawsuit, okay? Give it that to riff us from is the so top. Awesome. Give it to us from oh. the top, Rufus. Oh, it's still iffy, though. I met a I'm not going to do the chorus because I, I didn't copy those words. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, fuck it. I'll just. Jesus Like 
the blooming of the trees. Up and down the hillsides, I search and I search. Down by the lakeside, somewhere I only perch. Like morning dew. Well, I got to work on the bridge more, but I don't know. I think you had it. Oh, you did. You've yeah. got to. I'm going to send you the tracks. You've, I want you to do a, a vocal on it. I At least an, think so. an accompaniment. That's I mean, an accompaniment, the harmony part. Sing it. Just send it. And that way, at least I could think about that. But I also would like to maybe suggest uh, notes in the singing part of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Not that I could sing them, but like how I would hear them in my brain. Absolutely. For sure. I can't remember the words because my phone turned off. There was my summer Like a twonk. Uh, yeah, I love to wrestle with twonks. 
So you think we got it? I think we got it. I think we've got a good fucking handle on the song now. I've honestly, dude, I've, I'm dead serious. The only thing that was really the monkey wrench in the works for me was just getting the the lyrics down to a pacing that worked, and we fucking did that. And I'm I'm totally pleased. To Jeopardy. Briefly. All right. You know what? I'll we take... could I could write a song every fucking week with you, Rufus. I really could. We should maybe let's do that. Let's do it. I mean, look how fucking easy we make it look. We've already got another song. We can write the other song that I was working on. I've actually got two more songs, maybe. Bring them to the table. Well, every night, well, every Saturday, I guess. Yeah. We have to dedicate some time, but we got to keep it. Let's keep it. Right. Let's do this. Let's dedicate. Yeah, I keep. Let's dedicate a half an hour, just a half an hour. Are you thinking even less? No, it's got to be. No, we I, just did a half an hour right now. We did a half an hour right no, now. It's got to be a half an hour. I was listening. I thought you were going to say something. No, oh, half an hour makes sense. Makes sense for sure. All right. It's got to right. be because it takes a bit to kind of get your grip on what's happening. It does. You're right. And you know what? You're lucky that I was actually practicing that song before we started tonight's show because I knew I was going there. So we will do a songwriting segment of the show every show from now on until we decide that we didn't, that we talked right through it and forgot to do it like next week when we forget that we're even going to do that part of the show. We shan't. We shan't and we can't. Uh, but for now, we're going to play Jeopardy. Rufus, what do you think? Sounds good to take me. Big old swig of beer. If Siri will play nice. I'm going to take a big old puff off a joint. Are you waiting for me to take the puff off the joint there, Rufus? I'm envying that one. I did not see you take a big old swig off of a beer. Oh, I've had multiple swigs. I'm good. Are, are you off of? Are you out of vape pen stuff now? No. You're missing the flower. No. You're missing the no, flower power. Yeah, there's something about the actual thing. I and see. The, I couldn't agree. Know. I don't even do the vape pen stuff. I like the fucking flower power. I mean, I'll do that nightly. But there is something about the ritual of making a deal. And, you know. You deal, know. deal. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. I do know. I can appreciate it. Uh, Alexa, play Jeopardy for my man Rufus. Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, players. Today is Saturday, which means it's time for our clues written for teens and families. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up. We're jumping right in, Ruben. Good luck today, players. Our first category is A History of Charity. Ring a bell for this organization that was founded in London by William and Catherine Booth in 1865. What is the Salvation Army? Correct. Your next Jeopardy category is literary terms. As opposed to rising action, this occurs after a story's climax is reached and the conflict is resolved. Repeat the question. Again, the category is literary terms. After the arc, As right? As opposed to rising action, this occurs after a story's climax is reached and Prologue? the conflict is resolved. What is an epilogue? What is an anticlimax? The correct response was what is falling action. What? Today's third Jeopardy not category. not a real Never. It's not. This noisy-sounding event calls itself the largest hip-hop festival in the world. 
Repeat the question. Again, the category is roll with it. This noisy-sounding event calls itself the largest hip-hop festival in the world. What is something we've never heard of? Sorry, the correct response was what is rolling loud. What? The next Jeopardy category is best entertainment. What decade are we in? His credits as game show host include Scrabble and Lingo. Repeat the question. Again, the category is best entertainment. His credits as game show host include Scrabble and Lingo. Who is Paul Lind? Who is Gene? No. That's incorrect. What is his name? The correct response was who is Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery. I was going to say Chuck Woolery, but I don't remember. Why didn't they say the dating game? The response is two words that only differ by a single letter. Money useful at a vending machine and a vegetable, often buttered. Repeat the question. Again, the category is differs by a letter. Money useful at a vending machine and a vegetable, often buttered. What? Change. Please respond in the form Change of a question starting with phrases like who is or what is. What is coin? Coin and no, corn, right? That's incorrect. Coin and yeah. corn. The correct response was what are coin and corn. You got the it. Jeopardy category is question. Oh, you have to say them both. You have to say coin and the corn. The tallest building <laughs> in 1927. Okay is owned by the founder of this five and dime store chain. What is Woolworths? Good job. Let's move on to double jeopardy. All right, all right, all right. The next jeopardy category is flea circus. In this 2017 film, Hugh Jackman runs past knife throwers and through the legs of silk walkers. What is the greatest showman? Excellent. The eighth jeopardy category is sports talk. A hockey player with a hat trick scores at least as many goals in a game. What is three? Yes, that's it. Our category is doggone words. This rodeo event is also known as steer wrestling. Repeat the question. Again, the category is doggone words. This rodeo event is also known as steer wrestling. What is roping? What? That's not it. I don't know. Right response was what is bulldogging? Bulldogging? The category bulldogging. Is country of the bridge. I think this any twonk would have known that. The Mackinac Bridge. Repeat the question. Again, the category is country of the bridge. This country is home to the Mackinac Bridge. What is Canada? The United States Sorry. of America. The correct response was what is the United States? How is that? I mean, I didn't, I, they tricked me, Rufus. I knew that so where it is. The song includes the words <laughs> I am. This silly Beatles song mentions Edmund, a character from King Lear. Repeat the question. Again, the category is I am a title. This silly Beatles song mentions Edmund, a character from King Lear. What is I am the walrus? You're right. Yes. Your final category is the Electoral College. In 2016, seven members of the Electoral College broke with their states in selecting a presidential candidate known as this kind of elector. What is a superdelegate? Sorry, 
The correct response was what is faithless. What? All right. What? Let's see how you did. You didn't do very good, test. Rufus. All righty. We're making sure. We got five. Twelve clues. Six, really, uh, if you're counting your coin corn one. Would you like to catch up on those clues? I am counting that. Yes. <laughs> no, because we only had five. She said we had five right. We actually had six right, if you count that one. You still hmm. have four days to play from this week. Would you like one to more? catch up on those clues? One more. Let's do one, one more. more. Yes. I've got to. There are four days to play from this week. You're Would making you like to catch angry. up on those clues? Yes. <laughs> he has cancer. Cut him his life. Continue. Like he can't hear me. Our first category is field marshal plan. During World War II, Field Marshal Eric von Monstein led an effort to help German forces in the city named for the Soviet leader. What is Stalingrad? Correct. The second Jeopardy category is legalese. Your turn. From the Latin for otherwise, it's an assumed name used by a criminal. What is an alias? Excellent. Our third Jeopardy category is Achievement Unlocked. <laughs> Nakedness. He won $1 million as the winner of the first season of Survivor. Huh? Who is? Repeat the question. Oh, I know his name. No. The correct response was who is Richard Hatch. Richard Hatch. I knew that. Oh. Oh. He died. To drink alcohol or the protective cloth. He did not survive. Yes, to prevent stains while you drink. Repeat the question. Again, the category is three-letter yeah. words. To drink alcohol yeah. or the protective cloth around your neck to prevent stains while you drink. What is bib and imbibe? What? Sorry, what the, fuck the correct question? response was what is bib. The next category well, is I didn't understand the question. For Frankenstein was originally published in 1818 as a three-volume novel. Who is Mary Shelley? You're right. The Jeopardy now. category is a pitch for a happier movie ending. Hear me out. Maybe in the third installment of this Pixar series, Andy takes Woody with him to college instead of leaving him with preschooler Bonnie. What is Toy Story? That's it. Let's move on to Double Jeopardy. Did we get all those right if we Jeopardy wouldn't have fucked over out His life and Ooh. music. Gee. James Taylor's breakthrough 1970 hit. Is titled Fire and this precipitation. What is rain? You're right. Our eighth Jeopardy category is world geography. Port of Spain is the capital of Trinidad and this other Caribbean island. What is Tobago? Yes, that's correct. The ninth Jeopardy category is Silicon Valley. Silicon has an atomic number of 14, meaning there are 14 of these subatomic particles. In its nucleus. What are electrons? Ugh. Oh. That's not it. The correct response was what are protons? Damn it. Damn it. Each category is in the middle. <laughs> the letter B is in the exact middle of the response. Potatoes and yams are two of this kind of oh, starchy vegetables that forms at the base of roots. What are tubers? You dumbass. You said it that goofy word. What is a tuber? <laughs> his famous name. In 1981, he replaced Walter Cronkite as anchor of the CBS Evening News. Who is Dan Rather? Dan Rather, yes. Please respond in the form of a go question. Ahead. Go ahead. Starting with phrases like, who is or what is. 
Who is Dan Rather? Yes, that's it. Your last category is around the garden. The stargazer lily is this kind of flower bred from two different species. What is a hybrid? Yes, that's correct. All right, let's see how you did today. Add well two. Done. Add two. Add two. We got 10 yeah, of 12. Three days bitches. Bitches. Yeah, last week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? No. I got to watch a movie. It's movie night. All there right, are nope. Three days to play from this week. All right. See ya. All we right. Just over in both they games. Well, remember last time we missed two because I said France, and it was right both times, but apparently I don't know how to say France. You say France perfectly fine. Siri and Alex Trebek have issues. They do have issues. And he's a he's a Canuck, isn't he? Yeah. He is a Canuck. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening to episode one of uh, season the three. season of the Hypersloth Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. I'm the Double D saying, ow, ow, ow. I'm Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow. Crazy! I put that in a song on a whim. It became like a thing, and now it's a, it's a part of our identity. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Tune in uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays from eight to eight thirty Eastern time for the Hypersoft sure. Happy Half Hour, where we uh, we break up your the mundanity of your week with some of our special brand of entertainment, edutainment. Edutainment. Uh, here at the top part of the. What do we call that? The the intelligence, the ignorancy gradient. The, the ignorance gradient and the intelligence quotient? The intelligence equator. The intelligence equator. Right. So thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll catch you on Tuesday's show. This is the Double Z Out saying thanks for listening to the Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. This is Rufus saying the same stuff. Have a great Sunday, bitches. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.